Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. This is part two of the passage about the raising of Lazarus. If you missed yesterday's episode, turn this one off and listen to yesterday's first and then join us. Today, friends, we are going to focus on 11, 28 to 44. And so we hear in the scriptures, When Martha had said this, she went and called her sister Mary secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforting her saw Mary get up quickly and go out, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled. He then said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, so important for us to identify here The impact of the raising of Lazarus was not just meant for Mary and Martha, but for us and for the people around them at that time. We must also realize that Jesus does this as a personal favor to Lazarus. He could have allowed him to just remain deceased and go on to be friends with Mary and Martha. And yet he does something for Lazarus that only God can do. He raises him up. Before doing this, though, Jesus makes sure that he has an opportunity to speak to both Martha and Mary. In summoning for Mary, he wants to ensure that she realizes that he cares for her and he cares for her family. What's important for us to realize is Jesus summons us too to his altar. 
when we lose a loved one, he calls us to himself. He calls us to rely on his mercy. He calls us to rely on his love for us. Our relationship with Jesus needs to be strong. Strong like the bond he had with Mary, with Martha, and with Lazarus. What's important here to see, too, is that Jesus is perturbed and that he weeps the shortest line of sacred scripture. Jesus wept. The people are moved by the love that Jesus shows for Lazarus and his family. I, at many funerals, often use this image for people to reflect upon. God never wanted death to happen. God never wanted original sin. God never wanted sin to enter the world. And yet because of our failings, sin has crept into the world. And so Jesus weeps because as a human being, he's going to weep. But he also weeps as God for to lose a child. And since we're all children of God, anytime anyone dies, God is sad. What's important for us to realize is they start questioning, interesting. Well, if you could heal a blind man, could he not raise Lazarus? So you see that it is by the signs that Jesus continues to give that he is being judged. The signs of Jesus continue to point to the power of God working in him because he is God. Jesus sees how others are reacting and also is filled with sorrow. Jesus wants to act to relieve them of their grief and also to let everyone see that he is in fact God. The questioning about the stench also proves that For Lazarus to be dead a long time, the embalming practices of the Jewish people at the time are not what we have today. Embalming takes place to slow down the decaying of the body and to allow the family to come close without worrying about stenches. Here, the stench of death is so powerful because no embalming was to take place here for Lazarus. And so as such, there is a strong concern because of the time frame. Jesus reminds them to have faith in him. And yet, how does he show this, this power? First and foremost, he raises his eyes to God, teaching us once again that on a good day, on a bad day, or on a blah, blah day, you know, blah, blah day, regular day regular routines. We are always called to raise our eyes to God, to recognize that in prayer it's a privilege to be heard by our Creator. He addresses the Father, he thanks the Father, and then God acts. Jesus' call of Lazarus to come out, 
to unbind him and let him go. This is what he does with every single one of us when we pass away. Eternal damnation would be our fate if not for the mercy and love and compassion of our God. There is nothing we do to deserve heaven, and yet because God is full of love, mercy, and forgiveness, there are some who are faithful in the eyes of God, who are forgiven their sins and granted the gift of eternal life. May that be the case for each of us, friends, just as it was for Lazarus. Though Lazarus was raised from the dead physically, we know that this also is connected to our rising from the dead in a different way. As our soul leaves our body, and as a result, there is this temporary separation between body and soul. So one day we will, because of Jesus, reap the benefits of his resurrection. The story of Lazarus is our story too. How many times are we called to help others be unwrapped? How many people do we know that are perhaps alive but dead spiritually? How can we help them to come to know what we have come to believe? Or for those discerners and listeners who are thinking, that you are learning to believe in. This is so important. The raising of Lazarus truly is a sign and an act of God. Only God could do something like this. Indeed, Jesus is God. Jesus did something like that. And he continues to remind us of the glory of God in our midst. What is something great that God has done for you, friends? It might be the overcoming of a serious health concern. It might be fixing a dysfunctional relationship with a family member or friend. It might be the desire to receive justice when wrong is done to us. This can take many forms, friends, But what is very important to realize is that God is with us every step of the way. Jesus was there for Lazarus, for Mary, and for Martha. Jesus is there for you, friends, when you mourn a loved one. Jesus is there for you when you are celebrating your greatest accomplishment. Jesus is there for you when you are experiencing the mundaneness of daily life. Jesus is close to us, closer to us than the breath we take. And so, friends, we continue to thank God for the gift of Lazarus, for indeed, his story is our story. We thank God for the gift of Mary and Martha, because their story is also our story. How we deal with grief, how we deal with everyday life, Can we and do we trust that God holds us in the palm of his hand? May this be our focus in thanksgiving to God for all he does for us. 
For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Buzzsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.